0: To all who come to this happy place. It was Stifler's mom. Joni, um, was that you? I can't hold it. Welcome. We've got all the vital information for you, the poop Do doo with for number one and for number two, the poop Do doo do. if you love the moves that are at Disney, the poop Do doo with you, so grab a seat and some the poop Do doo with It's summertime and you know what that means, gonna head out to the beach, gonna do some beachy Hello friends, welcome back to another episode of the Poop-Dee-Doo Review Podcast. I am your host, still Lou Review Matt. Have not changed, Still the same old Lou Review Matt you know and love. Welcoming you back. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to hang with me for another episode to talk about a subject that's very important, I think, to all of us, and that is uh, the restrooms at Disney Parks and Resorts. You know, there's uh, blogs and vlogs out there that uh, you know devote a, an episode or a, a segment to Disney Parks and Resorts, but, you know, we are committed. We don't devote a segment. We are all, the entire show, Every single episode, what, 15 episodes now? A year's worth of episodes is all about talking about the restrooms at Disney Parks and Resorts. Not a segment, not an episode, not a smidgen tidbit of conversation, no. The whole shebang, that's us. That's us, and we're so glad that you've joined us. We wear our topic of discussion as a badge of honor, and because you're joining us, you get to wear an honorary badge, too, Today is an especially good episode. Today, we're gonna talk about Fortresses of Solitude Bathrooms, part two. So, if you listened to the last episode, you know that we just started a four-part series on Fortresses of Solitude Bathrooms. Now, what's a Fortress of Solitude Bathroom? Well, let me tell you. I'll give you some examples. Let's say say you are lactose intolerant and uh, you just ate a grilled cheese somewhere and you're feeling the uh, the, the pain, and uh, you, you might uh, you're anticipating to be uh, maybe especially gassy uh, on this particular excursion to the bathroom, and so you want to find a quiet place, a place out of the way where you can you know blow the trumpet or trombone, heck the whole brass section, whatever, uh, and, and you don't have to worry about people you know listening in. you don't have to worry about being embarrassed. Or, you know, let's say it's it's hot outside. It's 100 degrees and 90% humidity, and you're just about to drop dead. You got your mask on. It's covered in sweat. It's plastered to your face. You're miserable, and you're like, look, I, I just need a 30-minute break. I need to go someplace where it's quiet, where there's air conditioning, where I can sit down. Nobody's going to bother me. I can mess around on my phone and just, you know, cool off. Uh, you know, that, that these examples, these these are fortresses of solitude lose. They're bathrooms where you can escape and you don't have to worry about being interrupted, don't have to worry about being embarrassed, uh, and you can just kind of be off on your own. These are, are quiet places to go to the bathroom, guys. Last episode, we talked about the fortresses of solitude bathrooms at Hollywood Studios. And if you're a big Hollywood Studios fan, and, and especially if you got irritable bowel syndrome or ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease or, you know, like I said, lactose intolerance or, or you know, you're just a, a bathroom connoisseur like me and you want to go to the best places on property, uh, you should tune into that episode to hear the, uh, the three places that I named. I think uh, they are aw- awesome options and uh, you, you're definitely worth your time. Now, before we dive into this month's episode and this month's topic and actually talking about specific bathrooms at this month's park... You may be asking yourself, "Hey, Lou, review Matt. Why are you revealing these? I mean, these are your these are your your diamonds in the rough. These are the needles in the haystack. These are your your private little gems that you you know that you keep to yourself. You know, why aren't you afraid that by telling the millions of people that listen to your podcast every month about these bathrooms that they will go from little known bathrooms to bathrooms of renown where they'll always be busy and 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 you know crowded and a uh, line out the door? And my answer is no." No, I don't think so. Not for two reasons. Number one, the listeners here, I mean, you guys, you guys are polite. You're, you're not going to ruin anything. Okay? I trust you. You value a quiet place to go to the bathroom just like I do. You're not going to sully it. And number two, information like this is meant to be shared. I can't go to my deathbed with these secrets. I want the whole world to know about the best places to go poop at Disney. And so, yeah, I'm going to share it with you. All right, so as I said, last month we talked about Hollywood Studios. This month, we're going to Epcot. Epcot, as we've discussed previously, is seeing a lot of changes. And I will say that some of my previous Fortress of Solitude bathrooms that you know, uh, existed at Epcot are now gone. They're demolished. They are no more. And uh, especially towards the front of the park, I, I find that we're really running out of options. So let's just... You know, let's start at the park entrance and work our way in and talk about where we can go. So let's talk about the exterior bathroom. So we've got bathrooms near the stroller vent- rental, near the front. And then there's also the bathroom that is uh, in between the entrance and the bus pickup and drop-off area. You know, these bathrooms can be relatively quiet. Now, they're large, but they can be quiet. It all depends upon the time of day. And it all depends upon the, you know, whether a, a whole bunch of buses just dropped off a ton of people. I will say that at the in the evening, especially if the park's been closed for about 30 minutes, the bathroom on the way to the bus pick-up and drop-off is usually quiet. Um, and it's kind of cool because it's very dark over there, and you look towards the bathroom, and you kind of see light emanating from it, and it's kind of like a beacon of hope. And you can go duck in there and do your business, and generally speaking, have a quiet place to go. Other than that, that bathroom is hit-and-miss busy throughout the day. It's definitely not something you can rely on to be quiet every single time, but it is an option. Moving into Epcot, really, Future World has nothing. I mean, we're, we're tapped out of Future World. We just don't have any quiet, uh, low-traffic bathrooms in Future World, period. It, it, we just don't. If you disagree, please let me know, but I can't think of a single Future World bathroom that uh, is uh, going to be a Fortress of Solitude quality. If you go to the land pavilion, we do have the second floor loo near Garden Grill. If you get there before Garden Grill opens or early in the breakfast service before people are filling up and starting, that you need to use the bathroom afterwards. Um, you know, it's it's a pretty quiet place, but again, that's a very narrow window of time the other time that it's quiet is towards park close if you're in the land pavilion when the park closes uh garden grill is closed uh, there's not going to be anybody in there so it's a nice quiet place the bathroom on the first floor or i guess the basement level whichever one you want to call it by soren always busy it's a great bathroom i love the theming in there but you just cannot rely on that one to be that one to be uh quiet unless again it's after park close then you're just hanging out in the pavilion so it's that just not going to be reliable for us Um, One bathroom that I I don't think many people know about that I I would recommend with uh, one caveat is the the restroom in the Oceans Pavilion or, you know, the Seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion, as some people would call it. So there is a bathroom on the first floor. You have to kind of walk down a ramp towards it. Uh, You kind of go with the aquarium to your left, if I remember correctly. And you walk down this ramp. And there's a sign. It's a a lit sign that says bathrooms. But it's not very – it's not – easily seen. It's a bit off the beaten path. It's not well marked. So unless you are having to go in that pavilion and you are, and, and unless you are actively looking for the bathrooms, you know, this will be a bathroom that you would just happen to stumble upon by accident. Uh, it's a cool bathroom, by the way. It's very well themed. Definitely when you walk in there, you know what pavilion you're in. Um, and I've, there's area music being played in there too, which is always nice. It's a small bathroom, um, but it's generally not that busy. Now, again, if you have a a busload of tourists who have dysentery that are in that pavilion and suddenly they all have to go they're going to find that bathroom they're going to they're going to keep it busy but in as a general rule it's a very low trafficked bathroom in in that corner of the park so if you find yourself in that pavilion by all means duck in there the last bathroom I mentioned at the front of the park is our kind of our old standby and that is the imagination pavilion bathroom it's on the back side of the imagination pavilion and because of it it's it's definitely off the beaten path i would say that there are l- less people that know about it than than most other the bathrooms at the park however i will say that as time goes on it seems like it's getting busier so it's always a good bathroom to go to um, and again we we i won't talk about the reasons why we've talked about it many times on this show um, it's, a, it's a cool bathroom. It takes you back in time. Um, but I, I found it to be hit and miss, too. There are times when I go back there and there's a lot there's a lot of people back there thinking, hey, this is our private little bathroom. Well, it's really not anymore. Again, you can go back there certain times of the day and it'll be dead. And you'll be the only one in there for 30 minutes. And that's great. Uh, you, could, you can go to the bathroom. You can dance. You can do whatever you want to in there. Uh, but there are other times where it's busy. And, I, again, I would say in the morning and especially towards the end of the day uh, when everybody's gathered around the World Showcase Lagoon, you're going to find a quiet, secluded bathroom. That bathroom also, by the way, is really cool at night. You know, it's dark back there. I mean, it's, you're walking back behind the Imagination Pavilion, and it's dark. And uh, you turn this corner, and you look towards there, and you got this light emanating from the bathroom, uh, you know, doorways. It's a kind of inviting... Uh, you know, depending on how you look at it, it's either inviting or sinister, but it's, it's cool nonetheless. It's kind of a cool vibe. So definitely a nighttime bathroom, uh, especially towards park close, always should head back there. But that's it. front of the house is pretty much... We're, we're pretty much done. So let's move on to World Showcase. So one uh, aspect of World Showcase that I like is that it doesn't open... I mean, I, I like it and I don't like this. I'm sure you feel the same way. It doesn't open the same time the park opens, Right. So you can, uh, you can go to certain elements of, you know, of, of the World Showcase area, but not all of it. That back wall, that backside, you're not going to get to until you know, a couple hours at the park opens. Never fear, however, because if you are a rightward turner, and what do I mean by that? Well, I mean if you're walking towards the lagoon and you turn right towards Canada, then you're going to have a great bathroom to go to. Uh, at least until World Showcase opens. So I'm talking about the Great Britain bathroom, the bathroom for England that is right across from Rose and Crown Pub. That bathroom is big. It's very big. It's always clean, at least it has been when I use it. Uh, And when World Showcase is open completely and World Showcase is getting a lot of traffic around the loop, it's always busy. But before World Showcase opens in the morning, that place is dead. Uh, and you can duck in there and have a very quiet place to go to the bathroom all to yourself for sometimes 20, 30 minutes at a time. Not a bad option. Also, not a bad option in in the morning is the International Gateway entrance. So, as you know, there's a back entrance to Epcot, right? Uh, you know, from the Crescent Lake Resorts, the Boardwalk area, uh, you can uh, you can enter the park, um, and there is, that's called the International Gateway entrance. And there is a bathroom just outside that entrance that is generally less busy. Now, with the Skyliner dropping people off there, it's seen a bit more traffic than it used to. But I would say that still, especially in the morning, that's a quiet bathroom. And once again, I've been in there and for 30 minutes at a time and nobody's come in. So, uh, you know, there are so far the bathrooms that I've talked about have been kind of hit and miss. And what I mean by that is that there are certain times a day when it's favorable to use these bathrooms and certain times a day when it's not favorable to use the bathrooms. And unfortunately, that's kind of a common theme with Epcot. Um, there's not a bathroom that is just empty all day long, with one exception. And I'm about to get to it right now. Let's go to France, everyone. So in the pastry shop, and I'm not going to try to say the name because I always butcher it, uh, there is a, there are a a pair of one holer bathrooms. What's a one holer? It's a bathroom with one toilet, one stall, and that's it. The great thing about these bathrooms is that the exterior door locks. Okay. So you walk in, you lock the door. It's like a bathroom in your house, basically. You get, there's one person in there, nobody else is getting in and that's that. Uh, we have talked about that sometimes one-holders cause some anxiety, and that is if you are the type of person that's going to worry about inconveniencing others, and you're going to worry about oh I don't want to spend too long in here because there might be somebody waiting outside, and you know then that's, this may not be the bathroom for you. But I will tell you, these are great bathrooms. Number one, they're very well themed. Number two, they're in a really cool pastry shop uh, where there's some really cool items you can get. Number three, there's a lot of privacy there. You can make all the noise you want, and nobody's going to bother you. Um, and so I think for that reason, that is a always reliable bathroom, not only at Epcot, but at World Showcase, where there are very few quiet bathrooms, by the way, in World Showcase. That's one that's always going to be quiet. A couple times I've gone there, there's been a line, you know, maybe one or two people waiting to use it. But once you get in, that bathroom's yours, and you get it on lockdown for as long as you need it. So I'd highly recommend that bathroom. The, and, and, and by the way, as France gets busier with the uh, you know, Ratatouille attraction opening soon, uh, that bathroom may see a little bit more traffic. But my guess is it won't because there's a Ratatouille loo we've talked about on previous episodes that will probably you know, absorb most of the Ratatouille bathroom traffic. So hopefully the uh, pastry shop bathroom will remain a, a hidden gem for, t- for a while to come. And that's almost all of the good choices at World Showcase, especially along that back wall of World Showcase. I mean, those bathrooms are always, always busy. I mean, Morocco's busy, Germany's busy, Italy doesn't have a bathroom. Um, American Adventure has two bathrooms, one of which is really nice, but always busy. Uh, The other is a little off the beaten path, and we'll talk about that one in a second. So if, if you're facing American Adventure, the, uh, the best bathroom, in my opinion, is the one that's on the right side of the pavilion. Now, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's modern, but it's huge. Uh, and so it's not it's very heavily trafficked. I like the bathroom because I think the fixtures are nice. The, it's just a really nice bathroom. I also like it because it's so big and there's so many stalls and so many people going in and out that you have a degree of anonymity. So if you accidentally blow a, blow your trombone while you're in there, you don't have to worry because the whole brass section is in there blowing with you. Nobody's going to know it was you, right? Um, so there's that <laughs> there's that anonymity that you get that comes with being in a crowd. But if you're facing American Adventure and you go to the bathroom on the left side of the pavilion, this one's a little bit more off the beaten path. This one is a little hit and miss, but I've had some trips there where I found the bathroom to be empty. So if you look to the left of the pavilion, there's a sidewalk that runs along that pavilion towards the back, of the American Adventure Pavilion. It doesn't go all the way back to the back side of the pavilion, but it gets close. And there's a restroom there on the side of the building. Uh, and because it's so far off the beaten path and not exactly well marked, uh, not a lot of people know about it or use it. And as a result, uh, you will have a, a pretty private place to go. Now, it's not themed at all. And the few times I've gone there, it's been, it hasn't been that clean, unfortunately. It's not been disgustingly filthy, but there was toilet paper or, you know, paper towels on the, on the counter, things like that. Um, that said, uh, if, if you're looking for a quiet place and you're kind of in the middle of show uh, of the world showcase area near the American adventure pavilion, it's not a bad one to check out to see, right? Mm-hmm. Moving on, nothing to do in Africa. China's always busy. Norway, you know, Norway is a, the, the frozen bathrooms. Always nice. We all love the throws the frozen thrones. But unfortunately, they're very popular, so I wouldn't recommend those. Let's get to Mexico. Mexico's busy, right? Mexico sees a lot of traffic. I mean, we've got mariachi bands, we've got margarita stands, we've got a restaurant on both sides of the walkway, right? It's it's busy, it's loud, it's crowded. We got lots of traffic in the pyramid, you know. It, it's it's a it's a it's a busy place, and so one would think that there's not going to be a quiet, out of the way bathroom to use in Mexico. Oh, but you're wrong you are wrong let me tell you about one of my favorite places to go in Epcot guys San Angel inn say what you want about the food but there's a bathroom in there it's not marked from the outside even when you're in the restroom it's hard to find if you walk into the restaurant now I know there's a hostess or a host stand there that you have to check into when you use the bathroom well you know when you go to the restaurant right you check in and say hey you know Lou Review Matt, party of two, whatever. Um, but if you walk past the, that stand and turn to your right, you will walk down some stairs to kind of a, a sunken patio area. There, it, there are some tables down there where people can eat, but there are bathrooms down there. You cannot see them unless you're inside the restaurant and facing the bathrooms. In other words, they're hidden from the entire interior of the pyramid. Moreover, you don't have to have a reservation at the restaurant to use them. We talked about this in the last episode. Most in-restaurant bathrooms don't require you to have a restaurant dining reservation to use. You can walk in there. You know, you just, you know, most of the times the host doesn't care. You just walk right past them. It's fine. But if you're concerned about them thinking you're trying to sneak in and get some food or something, you can just say, hey, I need to to use the restroom. And they're they're totally fine with you going in there, right? So you walk in there. It's a very well-themed bathroom. Uh, you can definitely tell you're at the Mexico Pavilion. It's very quiet. It's busier during lunch and dinner service, but in the morning when they're not serving food, the restaurant is still open to, for you to walk in through into and go to the bathroom. And in between lunch and dinner, also less less traffic. Towards the end of the day, also less traffic. It's a great place to go that a lot of people don't know about. So keep that on your radar. And lastly, lastly, let's talk about Odyssey Center. So Odyssey Center has seen a lot of changes over the years, from park open to today. It used to be, you know, over the until about a year and a half ago, Odyssey saw no traffic at all. I mean, with the occasional festival stand there or a private party, the place was dead. And there is a bathroom, if you're facing Odyssey, on the left side of the pavilion, that hardly ever got used, and you could walk in there and be the only guy in there for you know hours. Now, with the really cool 3D projection mapping attraction that kind of features uh, upcoming things that are happening at Epcot, uh, Odyssey is getting, you know, some more traffic these days. However, that bathroom on the left side of the pavilion still doesn't see a lot of traffic. Still, you can go in there and have five or ten minutes to yourself without being interrupted. So I I do recommend that one if you're in the vicinity of Odyssey Center. Now, you're saying, hey, Loure review, Matt, that's fine, but you know Odyssey Center's got two bathrooms. Of course I do. I'm Lou Review Matt, but I don't recommend the bathroom on the right side of Odyssey Center Pavilion. Why? Why? What's the difference? Well, the difference is that bathroom opens to the outside. In other words, you walk over the bridge towards Odyssey Center. If you're on the right side of the pavilion, there are big signs that say restrooms, and you walk from outside directly into the restroom. On the left side, the bathroom that I do favor, that bathroom is inside the pavilion itself. There are no signs outside indicating there are restrooms on the left side of the pavilion. And so the only way you're going to find that bathroom is if you walk inside Odyssey and happen to stumble across it. So again, not a bad place to go. All right, guys. So I actually had more restrooms at Epcot to recommend than I actually thought I did. You know, at Hollywood Studios, I only recommended three. Uh, Here, I talked about a lot of them, but I will say that I won't highly recommend a lot of them. I'll highly recommend, you know, two or three of them. Let's Let's recap. So in front of the park, hit and miss, you know, you got these, the bathroom next to the bus, the bus uh, area, the bathrooms next to the stroller areas. Depending upon the time of day, you may get a private place to go. I would not ever count on those bathrooms being empty, however. Future World's got nothing. Sorry, guys, we're tapped out. Uh, Ocean Pavilion, not too bad. Um, uh, again, it's not very well marked. Uh, you'd have to stumble across it to, to, uh, to, to find it, and uh, you might have some privacy in there. Second floor bathroom in the Land Pavilion is great in the morning. Not so great after that. Not too bad at park close. Imagination Pavilion bathroom, getting busier these days, but still pretty good place to go to the bathroom. In the mornings before World Showcase opens, England is where you want to go. poo. Again, you can have that place for 30 minutes all to yourself. I highly recommend the one-holer at the France Pavilion. Again, it's not for everyone, but if you need a bathroom on lockdown to do what you need to do and not worry about any interruptions, that's the place you want to go. The left side of American Adventure Pavilion, meh, hit and miss. Give it a shot if you're in the area and can't hold it to make it to France. Or to Mexico, which is one of my favorite bathrooms in Epcot. San Angel Inn bathroom, walk into the restaurant, turn to your right, step down a few steps, and you got a nice favorite place to go poo. And then lastly, Odyssey Center, left side only, not a bad place. Oh, and I forgot to mention International Gateway, also not too bad, especially at Park closed, Park Open, and during slow times of day when the park isn't seeing a lot of influx of traffic. Guys, those are my fortresses of solitude for Epcot. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now listen, I know... I'm not right all the time. I may be right 99% of the time when it comes to my bathroom picks. I'm not right all the time. I want you to call me out on it. Send me an email at wdwlewreview at gmail.com to let me know if you agree with my picks, if you disagree with my picks, or if I left something out. I want to know. Please tell me. I love interacting with you guys. Reach out to me on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Lou review. And by the way, we got a blog. You got a blog? We got a blog. It's called Lou review, and you can find it at www.loo You can leave comments there, by the way. Listen, thank you again for taking time out of your day to chat with me. I really appreciate it. I also, once again, appreciate y'all putting up with the road noise in the background. In the next few months, I hope to have a studio set up. But until then, with all the traveling I'm doing for work, it's, uh, it's, much, it's very convenient for me to record on the road. And I appreciate you putting up with the uh, less-than-stellar production quality these days. Thank you uh, again from the bottom of my heart. My friends, until next time, I wish you nothing but peace, love, and happiness. Be safe. Bottoms down. Thumbs up. Take care, everyone. Bye now.